Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 11th day, Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Uh, day of November, Friday. Got a good show tonight. Got uh, Carlos Madden, New Yorker Chavez, in the back studio there. Going to bring him on just a minute. Uh, we'll, we'll do a recap of last week and also go over the biggest games of this week coming up. A uh, lot of big games, particularly in the NFL. It's always big games in NFL. Some games are bigger than others. But first, uh, going to go to a quick commercial break, minute 19. We'll come back, hit the show right on the road, okay? Hello, SportsCope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour work week job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night taken a significant pay cut, so I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names, uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and, and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is sports scope again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app SportsScope at gmail.com. Uh, SportsScope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sports scope. Spelled the same way again at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Okay, now I'm back here live, everybody, and we will bring in just on time here, Carlos Mad New Yorker Chavez. Good to see you, man. Now, let me ask you um, let's recap last week. Let's start off with this big game in college. What's your thoughts about Tennessee, Georgia, and how that played out? Yeah, man. So uh, I was hoping that that defense would uh, show up, but um, you know that's something that didn't happen. Um, hi, everybody. By the way, happy Veterans yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the program. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you got like getting the ground running. Yeah, you uh, started off with the, Mr. Carlos. What's up? <laughs> you started off with the kick right to the groin area. I mean, <laughs> so uh, hey, and, man. Uh, you know, happy it's Veterans a, it's Day. It's a my, big game. <laughs> happy Veterans Day to my father too. Thank you for your service. Thanks, yeah. Pop. Thank you, thank you, everybody, friends and family. Austin P community, a lot of soldiers go there and their families. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I, I was very impressed by Bennett. Uh, you know, he did his thing, the quarterback for yeah. Georgia. Um, he showed up. Um, like, he's he usually kind of shows up in big games, but he kind of flutters through some of the other games that he plays. But uh, he needs to keep it like that so that uh, Georgia fans can can still keep the faith and and so Georgia can do well. Um, he's the key, right? He sets the yeah. tone, uh, and when he does that, um, you know that gives the offense a, a, a boost, keeps their keeps them on the field, uh, keeps the defense on the field, makes them tired. And I think that's what happened with the with the group with ten, that Tennessee has. Again, they they do have a lot of they have a lot more youth than they have veteran players on that team. And then um, that um, that O line couldn't couldn't maintain any kind of stop. You know, those, this game was one in the trenches on both sides for Georgia, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, you saw the youth show up for Tennessee. The yeah. uh, you know that, this lack of size. It looks like that they just pushed Tennessee out of the way in the trenches, like you just said. You know, yeah, and like so, you know, like uh, the players like Fant and some some of the guys on the defense that are younger. Like you saw that kind of come. Uh, come full circle, but it does it doesn't mean that the Tennessee can't can't compete uh, as far as far as like um, to be in the, in the championship situation. Yep. But it makes it it's going to make this a harder a uh, harder situation in the SEC, right? Um, yeah. So this whole these last few teams that need to try to get into the championship runs for all the, all of college football is going to be a mess. Um, yeah. Even this TCU game coming up. Um, yeah, we'll break that one down later. That's why I gave you that one, because they're number four. Uh, Tennessee's number five. If Tennessee wins out, they're going to be in. I mean, 
that's one bad game. They still got a well of a resume. Yeah, but then they're going to play who the, – then the, the winner of the SEC is going to be Tennessee? No, no. Uh, but it's going to be a non- I think t- Tennessee's very likely to make it, not unless they lose another game. Right, they can't lose. They're, they're out, have- of the, out of the, the, the SEC championship game. I don't think Georgia's going to lose two more games. That's not going to happen. It's Like I said, it's just going to be a mess. It's up to these players to step up. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, this is where their draft is. Their draft position is going to matter, right? <laughs> yeah. These last few these last few games is gonna is gonna uh, help them make that make that jump from the first from the second or third rounds up to the first, right? So uh, possibly, you know, it it just depends on what these scouts have seen. They, you're supposed to go over the body of work of the individual, not really how the unit plays as well. But uh, yeah, Tennessee. Georgia is just the better team. They're better defensively, uh, the better on the back end, the better defensive line. But Tennessee did – they had some uh, flashes there. Right. Showing that they could – they would have – if they play again – and th- there's a very good possibility they could play again in the play. Tennessee would have to play a near-perfect game. Uh, they could do that. They just have to have the game plan is that we're going to have to throw in front of these guys. We're not going to beat these guys over the top. They're very good. They play man coverage. We're going to play inside slants. Uh, they did cause one turnover for, for Georgia there at the beginning. But, you know, those first three drives when I was like field goal, punt, punt, I was like, okay, if this is defense versus defense, this is going to be a long day for Tennessee. There's there's only way Tennessee wins this game is they're going to have to get some turnovers here on, yeah, and, and, uh, you know, defense. And Hooker had a little bit of bad luck. I mean, there are three, three shots he took down the field over 40 yards. Um, about 30 or 40 yards that the, the ball just wasn't – either the receiver didn't get to the ball or the ball went a little bit over. And those those three those three big plays on uh, third down, most two of them were on third, one of them was on second. Um, you know, it just it, it just held them back. It didn't when, – when Hooker makes big throws, the offense kind of picks up. Yeah. The O-line picks up. And there wasn't anything like that to give, to give Tennessee a, a – a boost plus you know they did play a lot of home games back to back to back so that helps you know like the crowd getting in getting you into the game and stuff. none of their really big games were on the road well I, I take that back lsu they kind of caught lsu a little bit slipping there they that come made a lot of mistakes week. that game yeah yeah they did play well in the lsu so i think there's still a chance they could probably be possibly beat a, a georgia team but i don't think georgia i think georgia got bored in the regular season, they got bored with Missouri. They got a little bored with Kent State. When they're challenged, they played up to their their uh, their talent level, and I don't think anybody's going to beat them. You know that I said. Table, man. I said last week is Kirby Smart ready to move? You know, are they ready to make the bigger move and, and be the better team? And they showed that they they have some gumption. So I got to give credit to where credit is due. Kirby Smart yeah. called a, a, a good game and. Um, um, Hubel couldn't get his guys again. I think three quarters of that team, well, a half of that team is young, and they this is the first time being in in those situations, and they've done so well. But now that you know they had to play a, a better team as far as uh, um, you know, because Georgia's stacked in depth, they had to play that better team that was deeper than them. It kind of it kind of showed, you know. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus, uh, Small got hurt early. I mean, Georgia's just, you know, they, they – I, th- I think they're going to win it again. They're probably win the whole thing. They're probably going to run the table. Just on this game? Just by this game? I mean, let them play out. <laughs> let them nah, play out the challenge. I mean, there's not even anybody close to Georgia, man. I mean, who else is out there? Oregon? They, they stomped Oregon. It's not going to be Alabama. Ohio State and Michigan, they, they can't stay with that team, man. Let's they're, see. They're, you don't. You don't have. We, faith we thought, the, I thought that last year, and they blew. They blew Michigan off the ball. I was so so wrong on that game. Man, I, mean, I, I was. Remember last year, I was calling for uh, Saban to be smart again. You know. Yeah. Uh, smart. Well, he, did, he, he did beat them in the. Uh, they did beat them in the SEC championship mm-hmm. game, but they're not even going to play. It's probably going to be LSU, not unless uh, LSU slips up, and I guess they could. Alabama's got Ole Miss tomorrow, but it, it just Georgia feels like, and plus they, they Bennett's twenty five and Hooker's twenty four. There's two veteran quarterbacks there, 
Stetson Bennett's probably going to make it in the NFL. He'll be lucky to be a backup. But, hey, he, he he's doing what he's doing right now, man. That's, a, that's yeah. the thing. That's what I'm telling everybody. Like, he's not – he didn't even get any, like – Heisman, like, look, I think well, he was like maybe. a walk on, anyways. Yeah, he, years he, ago. he's not getting Heisman looks and respect, and he's he's starting to play like he, you know, like he he wants it. So, yeah, okay. To the NFL, uh, you had a few wins there over me, and of course, I, I've won that Tennessee, uh, Kansas City game. Although Oof. the Titans play really well, Oof. uh, that that Minnesota, that Washington gave them back. I don't know if you watched any of that. Uh, what you would call it? What's his name? Uh, Heineke throws a pick there, mm-hmm. and just basically gives Minnesota the game at the very end. Uh, but hey, Minnesota wins on the road, and then Tampa uh, Rams have them beat. They leave forty something seconds on there. Terrible, terrible game plan. Terrible defensive. Uh, Rams, uh, you got that Shanahan system, man. They got no, too many. No, I'm talking about it, uh, well. I forgot the guy's name that's over the Rams, the defense there. He, he used to uh, be the coach of uh, Tampa years ago. Young guy, black guy. He's a decent coach, but he, he, he really just had bad alignment issues. Tampa goes back and wins. Tampa's got a little bit of swagger. Uh, they're coming back from the dead. Now they're leading their division. It's not saying much. Then, of course, we're both right about Baltimore mm-hmm. and New Orleans. And um, who else were we right uh, both right about was one more and I can't really I miss I'm, I I lost on that that uh Arizona yeah yeah and me too yeah we both lost there that's what it was uh Seattle I mean Arizona's just I think Kingsbury's gonna be the next guy to fall as far as coaches in my opinion I think they might give him an extra year man um, <laughs> I, I don't know problem. I've been watching them on uh hard knocks man it don't look good man yeah, I, I think that's the problem is that he's the, the Arizona's on hard knocks. Um, yeah. Um, well, they, they just sh- started it. It's a midseason one. Yeah, and it's the it's showing a lot of stuff that um, could probably go against him uh, because it's TV. Um, and, you know, it's I don't know. I'm not HBO. I'm not making those cuts. And, and <laughs> they, but, um, you know, the the way he's pers- uh, the way he's looking on that is not looking like he's <laughs> he's gonna be there another year. But I think they give him the year just because they are in hard knocks. You know, it's not TV; it's HBO. Remember that commercial. <laughs> 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 hey, so what's your thoughts on Kansas City, Tennessee? That that was a really good defensive effort by the Titans. Yeah, man. Um, you know. That Bud Dupree deal is hurting them. It's just a, a, a bullet to to the kneecap, man. I mean. What, his injury? I mean, he's on and off the field. You can't count on him, man. He's, there's no consistency from him. And, um, you know, it, that's hurting the Titans because they did, they're lacking that uh, play from that from that area, right? Yeah. Um, well, what, 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 Kansas City sh- should have won by more, right? Tennessee didn't let them score more than 20-some points. Well, I, I think that Tennessee played one of the best games of the year, probably the best game defensively. Defensively, and, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I feel like Malik Willis had um, didn't He's try hard raw. enough. As far as Man, throwing, down, raw. Throwing, the yeah. field, throwing, throwing down the field, he was hesitant. Um, yeah. I, I felt like watching Hooker playing, like, you know, just – let go of the ball, dude. Throw it out. <laughs> if you don't see somebody, just throw it out. And he just kept running in circles and getting sacked. Totally um, playing with this, um, you know. Uh, lack of confidence, uh, man. Lack, lack of, of confidence. Yeah. And they, they, they've been on him. The coaching staff's been on him since preseason about letting the ball go. I watched a lot of preseason with him. I want to see how he's playing. And uh, Tennessee does not need to – uh, do anything with Tannehill right now. If but he's but Robert, answer. like, you know, once Willis can get over this uh, issue about trying to make that big throw down the field because he know he, his arm is – he has a great arm. Yeah. Yo, his ability to escape the rush, his ability to run the ball is above what Tannehill offers, even though Tannehill's not a bad runner. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of remind me of, of Jalen Hurts, and that's a fair yeah, point. yeah. The only thing now is that um, I don't think if you give him like a two or three more wide receivers, he's, it's going to make him better. It's just him 
um, they just schemed him, schemed him the right way um, defensively to just uh, to distract him enough to not make those throws, not give him yeah. the confidence to give those throws. But he's gonna be, he's gonna be okay. He's gonna be an okay quarterback. He's gonna be better than Wilson. And Who's he's Wilson. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Or no, Zach man, Wilson? other Wilson. Oh yeah. That's a stretch. I, I don't and he, and he's, he's a lot better than Daniel Jones, so uh, you know. Yeah, he's quicker than Daniel. Daniel Jones turned the ball over too much. Yeah, so early on in his career, it's gonna be all right. Tennessee's they just gotta be cool, calm, and collective. They trust in the the youth, the youth that's coming through. Trust in their coach. They got enough older guys in there to balance them out. That team is not is not too far away. They're like three or four players short. Of like being like again another top rated team, I think. Yeah, and those and those and those, just the two guys who are injured right now is is hurting that team. So they'll be okay. They'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll be if they play defense like that every yeah. game and have Tannehill back. Uh, they're they're in the Super Bowl bubble. Yeah, a lot of I people said. thought I was just blowing smoke out of my my hoo ha, but yeah. I figured you was just drinking a lot of that uh, red, white, and blue Tennessee color Kool Aid up there. <laughs> Powder blue and, sun, <laughs> and you you got them powder blue sunglasses you wear. Nah, I'm seeing no, life it, through them glasses. No, not for nothing. That division is uh, theirs for them for the taking. Um, that coach, coach of the year last year. Yeah. Um, the team has been like I tell people they've been on the same route as Buffalo, but they've been a little bit more successful than Buffalo because they're yeah. they're um, and they just need to get over the hump and. You know, it's like everybody else who's in a in a smaller, um, you know, they they're in a smaller lens of scope. You know, you sometimes it's better, and um, they're 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 not a bad team. They'll be okay. So Tennessee will be all right, guys. Yeah. Well, now this week, um, I don't know if you read about this, but man, they've got a lot of injuries. Uh, yeah, they, they got they, a lot of young guys. <laughs> well, they they've accumulated a lot of injuries in that Kansas City game. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, their best defensive player, defensive tackle. Uh, I thought they were holding him out for maintenance purposes uh, during the during the week, but uh, apparently he's not going to play at all. He's out, actually. Excuse me, he's ruled out of this uh, Denver game at home. It's here in Nashville. And same thing for Zach Cunningham. Bud Dupree's out. No, but yeah, hey, that's not. But you know, and, and now Ryan Tannehill, he was a full practice participant out, on Thursday, but then they said he's limited on Friday, and now he's questionable. So I mean, that is just that that is a boatload of injuries right in the heart. Zach Cunningham's not going to play. It, this, it is just, a, this is this opportunity for uh, to, so Vrabel is going to come out. He's gonna put all, all the next. He's you know because he he does good by preaching the next man up mentality. He's got a lot of guys that he wanted on the team anyway that are young, just don't have yeah. no experience. So this is a good practice for them as far as getting these guys involved who they probably wouldn't been able to get involved, uh, and then getting them ready for, for some playoffs in in, in the late runs. Um, don't the injury list looks doesn't look it's not as bad as it looks. So don't be doubtful. Be, be positive that they have they they have the next man up mentality and they have the youth to actually provide for that. Their practice squad is full with guys that should be on the team, but just enough not not enough room for them and not enough time for them to, to get that in, in the game. So. I think he's playing some NBA stuff here. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to get this vibe that that Mike Vrabel is not being entirely honest about the team's injury situation. And you know, the Belichick style, bro. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, see, they've got a two and a half game lead. The team in second place is the Colts, who just hired a guy who's never coached a game and and to be an interim coach. And Jeff Saturday, he's coached high school football. Robert, he's coached high school football. (laughs) Yeah, he had three years of high school football and a losing record. And a losing record. I didn't know. I didn't know. Did you? Oh, did he have a losing record as a high school coach? I think two years. Okay. But I didn't catch that, but I'll say this. It just feels like Vrabel is looking at that two-and-a-half game lead. They're looking at how bad Houston and Jacksonville's playing. They're three and four games up in this. I mean, it's crazy. The lead that they got, 
And he's really balancing this out, saying, you know what? We win this division. We got a home game. I don't think we're going to get a two, a one or two seed anyways. I'm going to manage the – because, remember, Tennessee had that very early bye week. Yeah. You know, and I don't even know if, if Tannehill's going to play. But Denver's coming off a of bye week. Uh, Denver's got their own problems on the offensive line. I think Himmler, or whatever his name is, one of the receivers, he's not going to play. But they did win the game. Uh, Tennessee's a heart of the defense. I think uh, Rabel's play uh, – you don't really feel – okay, we're not going to play then. We're, we're, we're going to be geared up for the playoff run. And I think we're going to sit you. I, I just kind of got that sense. And by the way, uh, Henry didn't practice much of the week. Derrick Henry. But I think he's going to play. He, he's not listed. Uh, it's a lot of load management here, and it's kind of hard to handicap these games with him not being yeah, that's honest. Hey, there you go. Yeah, like you're not going to see these games go past 24, 27 points, I don't think. Um, uh, yeah, I'm taking the under here. I'm telling you that. If it's like 41, uh, it feels like a 19-13 game either way. I actually think – I think Denver will probably win this game because I don't know if Tannehill is going to play. I can't get a straight answer from Mike Vrabel. Well, the, here's the thing. Denver has actually a pretty fast defense. Their defense is pretty good. Um, yeah. This is going to be a test for Malik Willis to come out and – You think Malik Willis will play again this week? I think he has to play this week. Um, you got to see what the kid has uh, given him back-to-back games uh, to build – it, even if it doesn't build up his confidence, it'll give him experience. Yeah. And that, that's important, especially if he's probably going to be – if you're banking on him to be a starting quarterback next year. So, I mean, it, it's a pretty clever uh, strategy. I mean, Tennessee's very physical. And I think I think that they're simply just uh, doing some low management stuff. So, I, I think uh, whatchamacallit's going to win, man. Denver's going to win. It's not even going to hurt Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, that's the thing. The Broncos need to win, and they might have to thank Tennessee later. But Tennessee's poo-pooing it. If the, yeah, if, the, if Tennessee loses, it's not a big deal. If they no. win, it helps them, but not as much as, like you said, not as it's not as helpful prevalent as, as it is yeah. for Denver. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they, I mean that. That being said, Altry's playing well. This Tart guy's playing well. The secretary's playing well. They could beat these guys, but it'll probably come down like a lot of these Tennessee games. It'll come down to, to the last drive. The last drive. I mean, you got Russell yeah, Wilson. Without Simmons in there, I, I don't know. I think they make the play. I think Wilson will probably make the play, and they'll end up winning that game. Well, it, it, Wilson will probably win this game on his back, right? Run any ball or, you know. He'll make one throw at the end. Yeah. And, and hit somebody we've never heard of for a touchdown, and, and it'll be like 19 to 13 uh, Denver. And then people well, who like, think it's going to win. I, I actually think Tennessee's going to win. Um, they well, got they're at home, you know. Yeah, they're, it's home. They got to uh, come back from this loss that was too close, uh, that would have been made them f- been more relevant in the media. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be some guys, there's a lot of hungry young guys on that team, man. So, it's it's looking positive for them and the coach. So, yeah, I mean they they well with all these injuries, Denver should win actually. But uh, uh, all right, I'll pick Denver. You pick Tennessee. We're tied. That maybe that'd be the one to put you over the top here. <laughs> Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, Chief. Tiebreaker. Okay, so let's see. Minnesota at Buffalo. Uh, Minnesota Woo! seven and one. Buffalo Woo! looks like Josh Allen might not play in this game. Yo, um, so here's the thing: those people who don't trust Kirk Cousins, this this is where you, he got to change your mind. And this is a game he's got to come in at a, a, a away game. Whether or not, not worry about whether Allen plays or not, and just go out there and let it rip. Um, and if you go, uh, if the Cook brothers are against each other in this game, um, you know. Whatever it is, you got to find something from somewhere, some inspiration, motivation, uh, get it done, and uh, play football, and and you be the last one and score. <laughs> at, at the end of the year, at the, the end, of the year, so who do you like in the game, man? I want, I, I want to see Minnesota go go eight and one. You think so? I hope so, man. I mean, uh, so so Minnesota's gonna they're gonna go on the road, to go into Washington, go back to Minnesota. 
and Yo, then go I, to Buffalo and beat them in Buffalo? Yeah, I keep telling you guys about Buffalo. I keep saying it to you guys. They cannot get over the hump. They are overrated. They, okay. they, they're just in a bad division, and they looking so nice and shiny. It's not – they're not there, man. That's why That's why these two junk junkers left and came to New York because they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it up there. So now they're going to not do it in the NFC East. But whatever, that's a that's a case. Yeah. That's a story for for another day, man. I don't yeah, believe I in them. I don't. I'm not drinking that rape, that day ball shown juice. Like, <laughs> I'm, not on that, I'm not on that banana boat, man. I'm. Well, uh, that's funny. I've been making a lot of Scarface references. Ed, and come over here to the banana boat, okay? Yeah, I've actually been thinking about that movie this week. Um, anyways. Uh, Buffalo's still a really good team. I mean, uh, I'm not okay. Let me let me go ahead. This. You do you finish. You do one more analysis, then let me give you the analysis. It's not that they are bad team. They just can't get over the hump because they're not deep enough, right? They still don't have a, a prevalent running game. They depending on this problem. Guy, yeah, they're, they're dependent on this guy to run the ball, who should be throwing the ball, who should be well protected, and the O line isn't that strong, anyways. So, um, you know, like every look. If you saw the Tennessee game where the Titans, they went right through the Titans. You can see everything, every single play they in the playbook, they ran it against the Titans. That's why I said when the Titans lost that game, you know, the whole NFL should be happy and glad that the Titans play like that because now they know how to beat the – now they should know and they should go and beat the Bills because the Bills really ain't got that much in their playbook. Okay. So, all right. Well, it's my goal now. All yeah, right. Go. Like, 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 uh, like the guy from uh, what's his name on uh, Skip and Shannon, Skip Bayless. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn. No, Go on, Skip. Go on, Skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Skip, tell <laughs> hey, me. <laughs> hey, man, that's pretty good, Shannon Sharp. Okay, now the thing about it is this team's got a really good defensive line. Now Rossanu's out for Buffalo. They got good secondary. Uh, they got caught looking ahead a little bit. They've had running game problems in the past. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna stop that run. And Kirk Cousins on another road game, uh, they're gonna be ticked off. They know that they're the best team in this league right now, in my opinion. And they, they know they got to fix that running game, and they're not gonna get where they want to go, which is Super Bowl ring or bust. Not even just making a Super Bowl. Uh, but Casey Keenum, he used to play for Minnesota. Uh, Casey Keenum can beat. The Vikings, straight up. Uh, he he's been in their off season. Uh, I, I think that they're 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 going to be good enough offensive line, defensive line for him to get it done. I think Buffalo wins this game. Uh, they shut that running game down, and Cousins going to have to throw in that hard win. No way, no way. Not in that Buffalo. Not on that Buffalo defense. Uh, I think this is probably like a uh, if Keenum plays. It's it's probably 27-19, 27-20 Bills. I was, in, it, I was around that 1924, like that whole, you know. You like, you like Minnesota to win, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. This will be a heck of a win for Minnesota. It's going to be know? one of those slow and ugly games, like when the Patriots played the Bills. Very Nobody threw there. the ball. Yeah. Remember that junk? Which one? When the, nobody threw the ball. There wasn't like, there maybe was one pass in the whole oh, I game. I don't think it's like that. Is it supposed to be like that? Was hey look I don't um I'm not a I'm not a weather professional but I know that the weather isn't great here in New York so um if they don't throw the ball that you know both teams are going to be looking at a long game so oh by the and not in, did I mention the fact that they got physically beat up by Washington last week and but they they eked out the win and plus Minnesota can kind of play the. They can kind of play the Titans game. I don't think they're going to catch Philadelphia for the one seed, but they got such a cushion in the NFC North right now. You think the coaches are looking like looking at it like that though? Like a, a uh, team like Minnesota, I think they are. A team, a team like Minnesota can't afford to be like on on one day. And we got seventeen up. games, man. Especially with 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 Kirk Cousins and oh man, I don't know. I mean, you I don't like see, that. I don't. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like that Kirk Cousins has great, like, he's like, because they're in this division, it's crazy. Like, Aaron Rodgers has these great numbers, right? 
and you're like, whoa, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. But then you see the, the how the teams that he plays and how they play, and you're like, no wonder he got these numbers. So these numbers are inflated because of the division they're in, right? Yeah. So I, that's the thing that's bothering me the most. It's like, oh, you know, like he's got good numbers, but I'm like, eh, it's a crappy division. Um, yeah. Or the division ends up being not as – it ends up being mid or low level, you know, at, at the end of the at the end of season, and it doesn't help these teams because they're coming out on top, and then they play a team outside of division that's played better schedule, and then they get beat, and you're like, "Well, you weren't you the number one team in that division?" Yeah, like Green you know? Bay last year. Yeah, yeah. so uh, no, it happened to the Cowboys too a couple years back um, yeah. when the NFC was terrible, and then they had to play another division. Like so, um, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, Let's move on to the next game. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. So I like Buffalo. You like Minnesota. I like that. You like that. You like yeah. that. Okay. You know what? Let's stay in the NFC North. Now, Green Bay's got the. They're like the wounded Ooh. animal. You know, they have a lot. Listen to these injuries, man. <laughs> I mean, Eric Stokes. He's out. Uh, Rashawn Gary, that, that's their best pass rusher. He's out. This guy named Kyrus Burns, the linebacker, he's doubtful. They got some other guy named Shamir, Gene Charles, cornerback. He's doubtful. David Bakhtiari's questionable. That's the story of, of the last two years for him. And then they got some guy named Tippa Gallari, another linebacker. He's on the injured reserve. Dallas... If they don't do a Dallas-like thing, which is going there overconfident and pass-happy, they should run all over, even up in Green Bay. They're off that by physical defense, physical offensive line with Tony Pollard. I think Zeke Ellis going to be back this week. Even if he's not, they should run, go up there and run rough shot. I, I think uh, they cover that five, and, and they go up there and win. Unless Plus, McCarthy's coming back to Green Bay. Uh, this is first game back in Lambeau since uh, being being an opposing coach there. Uh, Rodgers, like, I'm going to give him a big hug, yada, yada, yada. I think Rodgers kind of knows the writing's on the wall for this season, and I think he's kind of got one foot out the door. Out. I like Dallas come up there and play well. You said, you're telling me that Aaron Rodgers cashing his check and he's checking out? <laughs> it it felt, when The way he sounded on Pat McAfee earlier this week, He's like, man, I got a boatload of money. I got my one Super Bowl ring. I suckered them into giving me all this guaranteed money, you know. Uh, and then I'm reading that he didn't really – uh, there's some kind of issue in the locker room now with him uh, with him uh, calling his teammates out like that, uh, those receivers, when he didn't put any offseason work in with them. That's a whole new staff there. Yeah, I mean, but first of all, the 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 – the problem in here we go is with the GM not not handling that situation from the get and telling, and sh- and making sure that Rodgers has got and knows who 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 his wide receivers are. Uh, they don't have to practice in the offseason. That's what the offseason is for. Um, if they choose to practice in the offseason, it's fine. But Rodgers didn't know who who, who was going to throw to anyways after losing Devontae Adams. So yeah. um, that's something the GM could have showed you know showed some more like. Uh, you know, more put in some more effort and show that he he actually cared about what the team was going to look like. Because you don't really know if Rodgers would would go out of his way to work with this team in the off season. Now, though, in the preseason came, he you know he wasn't working with them as much either because they that's just the way it's set up for the preseason. So um, I'm not defending Rodgers, but I, I I do I am saying that is it's totally not all on him. Um, the Packers knew that he wasn't that type of guy to put it all on him anyways, and they yeah. keep giving him money. So, again, that's another issue with the team and the GM. So, Aaron Rodgers is sitting there, like, playing football, and they're paying him. And yeah. he's not – and he, even if he plays great football, they're still paying him. If he plays bad football, it's okay because they've already paid him. So, you can't put this all on Rodgers, you know. Yeah, he needs to show initiative, and he should be, like, more of a leader – but you knew you knew what you got from the get, yeah. so why are you upset about you know what, what you see and in, in, in hearing in the media from him? Um, the injuries that are going on in Green Bay, um, those things usually matter. 
it, the issue in Green Bay is the GM and, and the leadership that's coming from the head coach who doesn't have any experience head coaching. Um, yeah. He's gotten a lot of wins because they're in, the, in a bad division where he had a great, he's had a great defense in the last three years. Uh, he's had two good coaches coaching him and he keeps losing these guys or firing them. I don't know why. It's just yeah. a lack of experience again of him being a head coach. And, um, when it comes down to the end of making calls, it's not on, it's, it's it's not Aaron Rodgers' team. It's the Green Bay Packers, and that's what Mafleur uh, wants to you know push on and and have some kind of um, culture there that that he's trying to force a culture that's not there, and and that's why you get this backlash. Uh, your culture, sh- you shouldn't have like try to do a culture change when you have Aaron Rodgers on the team. And he's not your Aaron Rodgers is not your leader. He's the best football player on the team who's a quarterback who can win you games, but don't come and try to change a culture uh yeah. overnight. And you don't have no experience doing that anyways. So yeah. You know. It's not and like, it's like, like, it's not like uh, the, go ahead. It's not like McFleur came in here with experience saying, All right, Aaron Rodgers, I'm gonna make you the man because you are the man. No, he came in to say, Well. Here's what I want to want. I want the Shanahan system, and this is gonna, this is what <laughs> we run. And Aaron Rodgers is like that shit don't work because we don't mm. have the team for that. And you know, I'm sorry, Custom. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. You and <laughs> you and Coach uh, Mike Westoff ever with the S word there. I'm sorry that 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 stuff don't work here. It don't, <laughs> it don't work here. And even though I'm gonna get, even though I'm gonna get like my stats, I'm gonna get them whether we have that system or not. Just make sure you have a defense, and have give me the opportunity to score points and that and, and it hasn't worked out there there are two two different mindsets and that's why it's not working so yeah he's um rogers uh, he's he's like he's like that really talented guy he's never really been a great leader it's kind of like uh um kevin Durant. i was saying earlier yeah 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 same uh, thing general Thanks manager hold on man uh, that that general manager he is negotiating out of fear instead of confidence. Uh, when when Rodgers wanted to be traded, they could have got a haul for And I've been telling people this for two years now. Tom Brady's an outlier. Look at what other guys in their late 30s have been playing like. Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, uh, Matt Ryan. These are MVP guys. It's one level, so, somewhat level guys. It's one Super Bowls. It's play, Ben Roethlisberger, that's the norm. Drew Brees, okay? Those, that's the norm. Tom Brady's a super outlier who his, he has mastered the short pass and the hot route better than anybody in the history of the game. And they could have traded him, Carlos, for a hot – look what – look how good Seattle's doing. Look what they got for, for Russell Wilson. How much more could they have gotten in, in Green Bay? For Aaron, even though you got Jordan Love, if you see that he's not a player with all that capital, you can have another shot at a quarterback. We put together a package and trade up. But now they're stuck with a lot of dead money. They may want to tank this year and next year just to get all that dead money. They may be bad for three years because of this. Well, they won't be bad because they're in a bad division to begin with. They'll always be competitive in that division. So well, Chicago's going to make a big run next year. Well, we said every year, every year I feel like we talk about Chicago. Every year I feel like we talk about Chicago. Oh, I don't. You've talked Maybe. about some other show. <laughs> like, listen, Mac and um, Jack, it ain't me. Um, you know, look. But Fields is starting. They're starting to figure out what Fields can do good and what Fields can't do well, and they're leaning into it, kind of like Baltimore. And I'm not a big Baltimore. Or I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy. But I, I am a Baltimore organization guy. I like what they do, as a, and I think I think the Bears are piggybacking on that. And and the team like the Packers, they need to look out for that because this this Chicago team they got a hundred million dollars in cap room and a boatload of draft picks next year. And they're gonna they probably get a new stadium too. On, on top of that, listen, look the thing the thing is that. Yeah. There's no there was a lot any, to be excited about in Chicago land right now. There wasn't any team that wanted Aaron Rodgers, to be honest with you. Um no, well, no. The San Francisco wanted him. No, not for the money, him. not for the money and for what you Denver wanted him at the time, Carlos. I'm talking two years ago, not last year. Well, even two years ago, it was just like 
their coaching, their, all those teams, they knew who the coaching staff was, so they knew it was going to have a headache. So, yeah, we know Pickles. We know that. Uh, yeah, LaFleur's over his head. I have to um, say the LaFleur's. It's more than one. It's, yeah, he's he's uh, he's French. It's it's more the than floor, one. The floor. Get the plane. It's both of I them. I like it's, Dallas in the game. Do you like Dallas or do you like Green Bay? Well, I think I think Dallas will come. We'll go to Green Bay and win. Play well. Yeah. So I would be really disappointed if Dallas pulls the Dallas and goes up there, gets cute, turns the ball over. You know, I'll never hear the end of it next week. I will say this for my Green Bay friends here in Nashville. I will say this: if Dallas goes in there and puts Pollard back there and makes him block, yeah. they're going to lose the game. Because that's, oh, no, no. that's, that's not what. No, no, that's not what he is. I hope and they just, don't do that. You know, so don't Dallas don't. known to screw up a free meal before they they before. they they played down the competition. I thought they were going to destroy the Raiders in the Thanksgiving game last year, and they got beat. Oh my goodness. So I'm glad I didn't put no money on that. No, I know, right? I was watching that with my dad. Anywho, uh, let's move on to Munich, Germany. Can you believe this? Tampa's playing Seattle in Munich, Germany, and the, the media nine o'clock is in the morning. crazy. Huh? At nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. 8 30 central, 9 30. I'll probably watch a little bit of it between going to church and doing uh Mac and Jack. Uh you know, I'm, I, I think Tampa found the, the last two weeks, they've played better offensively. Uh, they're blocking. They're doing better pass blocking for Tom Brady. He's starting to size up these new guys at how much time he has versus how much time he used to have, and he's starting to get that in sync. Uh, I want to really pick Seattle for this game, but they're the younger team, and I, I could see Brady carrying that momentum that was a big win last week, beating the Rams. I told you they beat them three straight. That would have been number four, and they should have beat Tampa. But Tampa played well enough down the stretch. They got that last drive. They got Aaron Donald blocked. You got to give them credit there. This is one of the best defensive players in the game. Come back and win. I'll tell you, I think that defense plays well. I think it's going to be an exciting game, even though it's in bleep in Germany. But kudos to the Germany fans. You know, it looks like they're really excited. They got these big giant – I don't know if you've seen any stuff on the internet, big giant helmets out there. I mean, they're treating this thing like it's some kind of Super Bowl or something. Yeah, and, and they treat most of the sports like they're Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> German people know how to party, man. Every every day – Pickles is – big. he's a big Brady hater. He says Seattle's defense shows up, they win by four. No, I don't they think do got so. good players, though. I have to give them yeah. credit. They, I think, they, it'll, they be, I think well. it'll be a good good game for the Germans to watch. I think they'll be, yeah, you know, it'll they have like a soccer beer. tournament. Yeah, they have enough beer there to support the, you know, anything bad that it goes in that game. But, um, you know, I think Brady wins. He's got Otten playing well. You know, he's, he's got Otten doing doing tight end stuff that he likes tight ends to do. So uh, he's coaching that kid up. Uh, so he's trying to give give who, him. Nick, who are you talking about? The tight end. Tight end. Trying to make him a blanket. What's his name? Otten. O t o t t o n. Oh, is that a, is that one of the new guys that he's kind yeah, of? Yeah, that's one of the younger over. guys that. He's okay. Tied in. So, um, I feel like you know, you, he he's got Evans coming. You know, making big plays now. Uh, yeah. They're they're on they're they're we, they're hitting a hot streak now. So the only thing that's missing is that the defense. Uh. Pumping on all cylinders, but they got you know, another. Y'all, y'all got me beat here on these new players here, man. Y'all digging in the roster on me. Well, tell you, Tom Brady digs deep, right? He makes he'll bring he make anybody who's no name name he shine. So, um, you know that's what he does. But um, I feel like that defense is coming back to full circle. Uh, they're yeah. gonna get some players back sooner than later. So you know it's just a matter of time. It's then they're young, man. That that defense is young over there. So. Yeah, you know, I just don't know. My only issue with Seattle, if this was in Seattle, I would take Seattle. But my only issue is how are these young guys going to handle that time? Brady's a veteran. He's played over here with New England. He's probably giving tips left and right. He's probably, you know, he's probably on this, this team. Hey, we need to go to bed at this time. We need to do X, Y, and Z versus Mr. Hey, happy go lucky. Let's have fun, Pete Carroll. Uh, look how far Seattle, Washington is from Munich, Germany. I mean, that is a really 
long, long way away, man. And I think that time is going to mess with them. I could be totally wrong about this. And and Kenny Walker could have a big game, and they could beat they could beat Tampa. But I just don't see. I think the defense is going to be just good enough, just good enough to win. It feels like a twenty-seven. It feels like a close game though. 27-24, Tampa. Maybe it's the other way around, like Pickle says, uh, 27-24, Seattle. I could see it going that way, but I think Tampa finds a way. I like the way they played offensively. I like the way they blocked, pass blocked, the last two games. Baltimore's a good team. We saw that against Baltimore and against uh, uh, the Rams down the stretch there. You give Brady some time, he could beat anybody, even now. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking also at the weather and and you know what's going to happen. Fournette's going to get in the game or not? Like if it rains, that that will also favor Tampa. Yeah, I mean, who do you like better in, in a weather game, uh, Geno Smith or Tom Brady? I know Geno's comeback player of the year, but this is Tom Brady we're talking about here. How do how is Geno comeback player of the year though? Oh my God, he's number four in QBR rating. No, uh, but what did he come back? Never from? started. Was he injured last year? No, but does he come back player of the year? Come go to the player who was injured. Uh, now you know what? He's been injured before. Uh, he was starting at one time. I would give him a comeback player of the year. I, would, I, I, would, I don't know if I, you have to tie an injury to something. I think you do. He was injured a few years ago, uh, an ACL. Hmm. I would give him comeback player of the year. That's a good story, man. He's not a good story. I'm just, to go. I'm expecting I'm expecting the worst, but he's just giving the best, so that's good, you know, whatever. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. I, I Seattle could very well win it, but the fact that it is that it is in Germany, Munich, it just seems it feels like it favors the veteran team. That's Tampa. Yeah, I mean, um, twenty-seven, twenty-three. He likes that. Yeah, I think it's probably that's that's about right. Yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Uh, maybe maybe the other way though. Yeah, <laughs> Tampa twenty seven twenty four. Yeah, he had a broken jaw, man. Remember, he he only got six hundred dollars with the Jets. That that was like, <laughs> yeah, like six years ago. Eight years ago, he's been bro. around for a while, man. I was thinking it's eight years ago, man. Yeah, been... yeah, two thousand fifty. I think he's been in the league since fourteen, and that was like his second year. Yeah, you know. We don't talk about Geno Smith, but I, like I said, it's an interesting game. So I, I, I'll take I'll take Tampa. You're taking Tampa. Pickles takes Seattle. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Vegas don't know what to do. They got Tampa by two point five. They're saying field goal game either way. That means they really don't know. This yeah, but that weather that weather will take the field goals too. Yeah, and suck suck up is a better is a better kicker in in um in bad weather anyways. I don't even know who that their kicker is in Seattle. I isn't haven't it, kept up with their guy in a long isn't time. Isn't it that, that Latin guy? They're like mm-hmm. the no-name defense. Okay, moving right along. Uh, L.A. Chargers, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, you got the Bosa brothers playing each other. Oh, another Bosa with, with San Francisco and Joey, the older brother, with this Charger team. That's a battle of the brothers this weekend, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Battle of the brothers this weekend. Good call with the Cook brothers. I didn't catch that. Uh, Bolsa brothers. Now, the Chargers, Mike Williams, he's out. Keenan Allen's still not back yet. And plus, they're talking about kickers. They're kickers out. This Hopkins guy, uh, he must have got hurt in the Atlanta game. They won in Atlanta. This game is in San Francisco. I really like what they're doing with Christian McCaffrey. Man, I think he's gonna run through that through that uh charger defense like a hot knife through butter. Yeah, I like the 49ers to win this game. Uh it feels like a, I don't know, man, like a 29 to 23 49er type of game, something of that nature. What do you think about Chargers 49ers? At San Francisco, I think it's a Sunday night football. It's cooler that day, so San Francisco should be used to that. Yeah, um, it it's still kind of like a local game for the Chargers. They don't have to go; they just got to go up upstate a little bit. Um, 
even I mean, if it was in LA, 49ers, sometimes they, they had more fans when they played the uh at that 49ers by 14. Now the Niners got some injuries too. Armstead's out on their defensive line. They got a this Barrett guy. They got another cornerback that's got hurt, Jason Barrett. But hey, you got Bolsa back. Yeah, I know you got both. Yeah, Fred Warner back there, and those uh, they still got. This is a Sunday night game. This is a Sunday night game. Yeah, it's a Sunday night game. Yeah, I thought Sunday night was somebody else. You're probably thinking Monday night. Yeah, I'm, I'll go with San Francisco on this one, even though I'm not okay. a fan of San Francisco. But I know you you just love Kyle Shanahan, man. Uh, let's see. Okay, hold on. I think I got it right here. We'll see. Cowboys, Packers. No, no, I don't have it right here. On the wrong page. Uh, yeah, eight twenty. Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Monday night game must be terrible because I didn't even mention that game. Okay. <laughs> um, TCU. Now, the importance of this college game, folks, is Monday night is is the Eagles in Washington, man. Yeah, now Washington's getting a lot of points in that game. Eagles will probably beat them just by how much. I don't know if they'll beat them by 10, 11 points. Eagles are going to be flat eventually. I just don't know when. Keith is calling for this to be the upset game this week. It'll probably be somebody that's in conference that they're going to take. It may be your Giants. It may be this week. Uh, they're going to be flat eventually. You know, I don't think they're going to go undefeated. Some people say they are. I think that's that's a lot of hype right there. They seem to catch a lot of breaks. That's too much. That's too much pressure for that coach, man. Very young coach. Very young quarterback there. Uh, I just don't see it. But we we shall see, my friend. We shall see a Saki. Let's go to the college game now. TCU. They're fourth in this ranking. Uh, they're another team. I mean, I like what this guy Sonny Dykes is doing. Uh, I think they had, what, six, seven, eight losses last year. This is the first-year head coach. They're kind of doing what the Tennessee Vols are doing, except they don't quite have the resume UT has over here. They've been kind of skating around. Now, remember, Texas took Alabama to to the wire. Uh, They blew out Oklahoma. This Quinn Ewers, I really like this Quinn Ewers guy. He got banged up early. He got hurt in that Alabama game week two. He's kind of got back on track. They, they've lost some shootouts. They did lose one to like Texas Tech or something earlier. But, man, they're seven-point favorites at home. I wish this was an earlier game. It's a uh, eight – I think it's like an eight o'clock uh, Eastern game. I don't like that because these college games last too long. I'll probably be in bed. But mm-hmm. I do like this Texas team minus seven at home, and they're going to knock out TCU, and that's going to push a team like a Tennessee – up into that fourth ranking in the college football playoff. What do you think about TCU, one of the last few undefeated teams at Texas? Yes. TCU is a hot team right now. Uh, Texas has always been kind of like in in that mix of things. Up and down. Yeah. um, They've been in the mix, though. They still kind of rank right now. I don't think they're ranked because they've got their third loss. I can't remember who they lost to other than um, I know Alabama beat them. And I think yeah, well, I know Texas Tech beat them. And they got slipping against somebody else. You know, I don't – I saw TCU, man. They, they're a hot team, but they might – it's hard to play in Austin, man. Yeah. And, and come out victorious. Um especially towards the end of the season. So I'm, I'm yeah. thinking they might they might lose this game too, but it's going to be close. Okay, let me see if I can find. I think I screenshotted their schedule kind of give the, give the viewers. Okay, here's TCU. Uh TCU's big wins. I think that may have been Okay, that was Okay, here's this year. Their big wins against been against Oklahoma, vastly underachieved team. Their coach is probably over his head. He may be back at Clemson, uh, and that was at home. They beat Kansas, okay, uh, but that was at Kansas, an overachieving team, a Kansas team that was dreadful last year, did really good. Now, their biggest win of the season is a home game versus Oklahoma State in o- two overtimes. They beat 
So you're thinking, I'm thinking to myself, now that was at home. They beat Kansas State at home, another ranked opponent. But this this game is on the road. This is on the road here. Yeah, I mean, and they just don't see them doing it. They could, they could, because Texas Tech, Texas can find a way to screw things up too. They've have done that, but I just don't see it, man. I think Texas is going to be wound up for this game, and I think they're going to beat TCU. I think the the, eventually that that bubble is going to pop. That pressure, they're going to hit a a buzzsaw, kind of like Tennessee hit with Georgia last week. You yeah. think Texas is a team that's going to do it? To, because they, they, they got took, a good running game, Texas, and they got a really good quarterback there. Right. Their defense is so so. They took Kansas State to two overtimes. I mean, Oklahoma State to two overtimes. And then they and beat that was Kansas. at home, though. That was that, that was yeah, at yeah, Texas. And then they beat, and then they beat uh, Kansas State at home. Um, yes, that was at TCU also. Yeah. Like a lot of their wins is at home, a lot of their major wins is at home. Uh, I mean, they beat Kansas, but Kansas is more of a feel-good story. They're not a real true power. Uh, they beat West Virginia. How good has West Virginia been lately? You know, I'm talking about the road wins. Yeah, the, and, and West Virginia is not ranked. No, they're not ranked. Um, and Texas, Texas is 18 right now. Uh, I think Texas is – they want in a get – Yeah, they, Texas, you're right. They're back in the top 25. They're 18th. So, uh, I, I, yeah, this is going to be the one where they – where I think that Texas uh, gives them their first loss. If they beat Texas, now they still have to play at Baylor the near, very next week. I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're going to win all three of these games. No, no. Play because- at Texas, at Baylor, then they got – Iowa State at home. Iowa State's pretty well coached too, with yeah. Campbell up there. This Campbell guy. Yeah, and, and, uh, Texas, and Texas has after this about game. TCU, excuse me, that TCU's remaining schedule. Yeah, Texas has Kansas and Baylor after TCU as well. So, well, yeah, I'm not talking about Tech. Texas totally out of it. They got three losses. I'm talking about just for the sake of the the college football playoff. That's one team that's not going to stay. They're not going to stay undefeated, in my prediction. And of course, the other two, yeah, no, they Ohio need- State and Michigan, they got to play each other anyways. So they go, you know, yeah, they're not going to do good on this. I, I don't. I got I, I got Texas beating them in a short like yeah. And if they do beat Texas, do you think they're going to go on the road and beat a, a, another uh, formidable opponent? Which is that? Uh, Who did I say? Baylor. Yeah, they play Baylor. Yeah, Baylor, and then then Iowa State. I mean, that it's it, if they do, they've earned it, right? And and it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's not like Tennessee. Tennessee has three decent. They have a decent schedule wrapping up the. the... You know, I forgot that Tennessee did beat LSU on the road. See, that looks really impressive to the voters since LSU beat Alabama last week. Mm-hmm. Tennessee blew out at LSU, uh, on the road. And they also beat uh, Pittsburgh on the road when they were ranked. So Tennessee's not too much of a fraud, really. It's just I think Georgia's just that good. I, I think this might be T, T, TCU's swan song right here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it may be maybe midnight down there, TCU. You know, <laughs> they, might, hey, they might go three overtimes and play till midnight for your liking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I. You know, the clock stops on first down in college. It just kills me when they put these games at 7 o'clock at night. Don't they realize people got to go to church tomorrow? A lot of people that, a lot, that watch college football go to church. Uh, sometimes I've done this where I'll record the game uh, about halftime, and then I'll wake up at like 6.30, and then I'll just, I'll just finish watching the game. Uh, I just don't see why these these games go to eleven o'clock Central Time sometimes midnight yeah. on on the East man. That's why you got that East Coast bias because <laughs> people fall asleep and they, they don't catch the West Coast play. <laughs> That's why people were asleep on teams like Oregon years ago and and uh, USC years ago, and they turned out to be the real deal. So uh, no, we'll think, see how it all plays out, man. I think they got us at Austin. I think they got the the t- Texas will beat them in Austin. I think. It won't yeah. be by much. Yeah, it, it'll be like a 
a thirty-five to thirty game or something. It won't be about much. It'll be it'll be it'll be about pride for the Longhorns. It'll more. probably be within that touchdown. Yeah, I might take Texas on the money line. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really made my mind up yet. Who do you like in that old Miss game in uh, Alabama? You know I can't. I stand. didn't put that on the list, but this don't count. This is just spitballing. I think Saban go Saban gets these guys right. And I think this guy, uh, he he got he got Ole Miss playing over anyways. Over and they got to play at Ole Miss too. Yeah, I mean, Saban has to have these guys win at Ole Miss if they if they plan on going anywhere anyways. Yeah, because if you can't beat Ole Miss, at, at, you know, at home, then you don't deserve to be. I don't. There. I think LSU still got some decent opponents left too, so it's not a walk in the park because they still got guys in the West to play. It's mm-hmm. not going to be a walk for LSU, even and though I was, I was telling I was telling Keith that all yeah. this mess happened. Did you Keith this morning? Yeah, I was late. Uh, I, I, Some I, other guy on there looked like you. Somebody had a shaved head. <laughs> Allen. Yeah, that was your replacement. He went with some other guy, Spanish guy. Um, I said, Get oh, out I, of got, here. I got in late. I couldn't find the I couldn't find the um, the link, but um, <laughs> I told Keith I was like, you know, this mess is gonna it's gonna keep. It's going to bother the SEC so much. They're going to go without divisions next year, I think. I think that would be great. I think it would be fun without doing yeah, it. So we'll yeah, so it be good stuff. I'm kind of looking forward to uh, – I'm hoping Saban gets these kids playing top-ranked yeah. football again. But, it, oh, gosh, I don't want to hear about Kiffin, man, to be honest with you. Yeah, he, he's really full of himself. Anybody but Kiffin. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on, and I will see you next week. Yeah, thanks for Everybody. having me. Have a good night. Have I'll good, see guys. you. Uh, yeah, just hit me up during the games, you know. <laughs> yeah, let you know. All right, buddy. Thank you, Pickles. Enjoy football. Thank you, Pickles. All right, buddy. <laughs>